Welcome to another episode of Three Men in a War Game. I'm Paul, and I am not the master of my domain. Hi, I'm Kevin, also known as Chops, and I'm desperately trying not to get into another war game. And this is Potter, and I'm desperately trying not to get Chops to get me into another war game. <laughs> it's <laughs> not working. Well, screw you both. <laughs> We didn't stay on message with you today, buddy. Sorry. Sorry. I had that one that I had to clear. I had to get it off my conscience. No, mine was all 100% the same theme. Because y'all fuckers made me buy Malifaux shit. So fuck you both. (laughs) (laughs) Hobby progress. Uh, Before we get into the the main thing. I built a bunch of Malifaux shit. Thanks. Yeah, sounds oddly familiar. Alright, so so Paul and Chris we can get we can get this done quick. Paul and Chris, you built a bunch of Malifaux shit. I built more correct? than that. What else did you build, Chris? Uh, I got uh, two boxes of um Art Troopers and I got one of those built. So mm. so I got I got one Legion. Yeah, I got one unit of Art Troopers for Legion built. Um Did I build anything else? Outside of a shit ton of Malifaux? No, just a shit ton of Malifaux and Arc Troopers. And you, so you built a shitload of terrorists, and Paul, you built a shitload of Ten Thunders. Is that right? So mobsters and terrorists, you guys. Yeah, I, good, I built the. Uh, I built a bunch. I, I built some monks, and I built the uh, underground spy network. So the yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, some yeah. Gong and um, I mean, so yeah, so essentially, I bought. Uh, Yuko and Shenlong. Yeah, yeah. So gangs, gangsters for you, mm-hmm. and terrorists yeah. for Potter. Yeah, I, yes. I, I built a, I built a bunch of uh, tree hugging uh, terrorists, and then some fire burning terrorists. Cool, cool. So that was Mar- Marcus and Karis. Yeah, Marcus. I built. Uh, I f- I have finished everything in the Marcus crew, with the exception of the Timber Maw box. I own. That's all I need to finish that keyword. And then yes, and then, I, I built the alt the uh, the the translucent Karis crew. And then, yeah, and, in, and in case you're not familiar with Malifor lore and you like the Ten Thunders, they're all gangsters, yeah. <laughs> all factions gangsters. The uh, oh, and yeah. I did successfully complete uh, Unidronuary. Sweet. I did. I did finish all four of the Unidrons before the end of the month, which was even more exciting. And awesome. So now I am uh, working on Umbruary. Uh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. When you said that um, in, in, in chat in, uh, in, in chat the other day, I was I was dying laughing. I I love that the theme is continuing. <laughs> yeah, I, for, I always forget that you're actually playing Onyx so that you do, you have both. You have yeah, Unidrons and you, you, you can really play Umbra too. So you can, you've got like all that stuff coming in. Yeah. So I started on the uh, uh, Spitfire Umbra Legate or however you say it, Legat. Yeah. Legates. Legat. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so he started, um, I blocked in the colors on him. And you got a Samaritan on deck? Tell me you got a Samaritan on deck. That's the best model in Infinity. There is a Samaritan on deck. I think he may be next, so this way I have one of each to start. I don't cool. know with how with how detailed these models are. I don't know that I'll get four models done in February, um, but that's fine. That's okay. Like they, I'm okay with two. The time. Yeah, exactly, and um, I'm I'm totally okay with that. So. Uh, it, it might not be the full four models over the month, but it'll, it should be at least two. And that'll at least also take some of the stress off. So I know that I'll, uh, I won't rush through them. So what are the other two? One of them is Narcaeus. And what's the other one? 
there is a uh, uh, the legat with uh, a hacker. Oh, so two two legat. Got yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, so this... two legat, a Samaritan, and Narcaius. Yeah, or yep. whatever. Yeah, cool. and it's a Narcaius with the, him stabbing the other guy. So yeah, he's like the one with him like stabbing down through the the ground. The like yep, that's King the of one. England one that was. That's yeah. a pretty cool one. I like yeah, that one. yeah. So I have, but I also have the standard Samaritan as well. That like gigantor. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a gigantic, awesome looking ghost kind of one. Uh, I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. So that's yeah. so that's that's February. Cool. Um, I painted a whole Blood Bowl team. Um, the hot the elf. I can talk about it now. I yeah. painted the elves. The Elven Union. Sorry, there's three elf teams. I should be specific. The Elven Union. Um, and I painted them in the Jacksonville Jaguar away colors. <laughs> and they look um, fantastic. They look awesome. Thank you. Oh, uh, and right now, I, and right now I am uh, sorry. I I am working on um, priming some Rogue One themed Legion stuff. Tight. So yeah, uh, I just finished off eight um, Thule for Kings of War. So that's that's a troop. Uh, so well, one full base of Thule. Um, so that was cool. So I got eight more models painted already in February. Man, you ain't thooling around. I'm not thooling around. And I got another 16 thule in case you thought I pitied the thule. I do not. <laughs> I have tons of them to paint. Oh, the puns. Um, Make them stop. So, so does, it, does that mean that whoever's playing against you is a thule fighter? That's true. Okay. They, they would be a thule fighter. Just I quit the sure. show. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I'm going to take a break and not uh, not do those right away. Uh, and I am painting some of the other side right now. I actually just scraped all the mold lines, and I um, uh, I straightened the guns. I'm trying to think of a way to not say it like a 13 year old. I straightened the guns, uh, and I magnetized them, and now they are ready for priming and painting. And they're going to awesome. go fast because they're 90. percent They're going to be like 90 percent Ogren camo. So I'm just going to prime. I'm going to prime them, and then I'm going to spray them with the airbrush with Ogren camo, and then paint the details, wash it, and they'll be done. Awesome. Sounds that's good. good plan. So they'll go fast. Yeah. So that's me. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm going to paint 30 models in February. Whew. Let's wow. see if it can. That's happen. a lot that's, more ambitious lot. than mine. That's a lot. I'm also not painting – I'm not doing a detail-oriented job on an Umbra Legat. Like I would probably take two weeks to paint one of those too, so don't even worry about it. These are like – I'm painting like uh, in a different mode right now. Yeah. At, at some point, I'll slow down and paint one slow. I think my first my first back to like slow 20-hour model will be Daredevil because I, uh, I really want to paint that Daredevil model. Yeah, that would be that'll cool. Be, that'll be after I finish a couple here. Yeah, especially because I got that uh, – monument paint set and the, that monument paint set has a burnt red color in it that as soon as i saw it i was like "Ooh, daredevil nice so i'm excited for that anyway yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get the um, i'm kind of hoping to get these legion models done by the 27th so i can use them in my next uh legion game day um which would be super nice. exciting yeah i, I will yeah. i will i will have probably none painted for the next legion game day well because it's because it's me <laughs> It's me. Yeah, I decided my my resolution changed, and I want to have a full two commander list for the other side, and a full twenty five hundred points of Kings of War painted by my birthday in June. So damn, son, I'm probably going to be nice. yeah. That's, that's a I have, lot. I got to I got to ratchet up that output. Yeah, rookie numbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the nice thing about the army that I play in. Uh, the other side, the King's Empire, is that they're mostly wearing military fatigues and they're mostly one color. So 
it's basically just applying that color through the airbrush and picking details out, then washing it and highlighting, right? Because they're because it's one of those games where you've got three models on a stand, and any you know anywhere from six to ten models in a squad, they kind of bring themselves up, right? They all look better because there's a group of them. So I'm not that worried about them looking like uh, display models. I just want them to look cool when I'm playing the game, especially because I want other people to play the other side. And the first time that somebody comes into a store and they see an other side game being played and there's like a king's hand uh, and a like a horror Matangi on the table, they're going to be like, what the fuck are they playing? Yeah, you'll you'll definitely get that in that in that game. You'll get some so, stairs, especially if you're playing with those titans. What are these weird round bases? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm in. Anyway, guys, what are we here talking about tonight? Tonight we are talking uh, Atomic Mass Games uh, announcement today for Star Wars uh, gaming in general, uh, Armada, mm-hmm. X-wing, Legion, and kind of their path forward with them taking over um, distribution, production, and everything for those games. Cool. And actually, before we get into that, because it's been a month, do you guys want to just real quick do how we're doing on our hobby resolutions? I think we already did. Yeah. We painted a lot did. and I bought yeah. shit. I mean, I, I, I literally have stayed 100% within my resolutions. I have only bought Malifaux. I have only bought Star Wars Legion. I have only bought um, A Song of Ice and Fire. I've n- and I bought uh, JSA for Infinity, so I've literally not touched anything outside of my resolution. So I'm doing strong. One month in, nice. So I painted a Kings of War regiment. Bing, that was one of my one regiment per month, right? That's what I said. So I got that in, um, or not? Not one base, one Kings of War base. I got done, um, and I spent fifty bucks last month, and twenty two of it was on a book. So I feel pretty good about that toward my, you know, less than $1,200 goal. So I'm doing okay. Also. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul um, is and the, the one that's broken And the minister I bought was She-Hulk. Uh, and so that's also in my resolutions because I talked about buying Ice and Fire, MCP, and yet unnamed third game. Sorry, Paul, for breaking your resolution. Jerks. It's <laughs> all your fault. All right. So back to Legion, you guys. So um, I will say that uh, that press conference started whew, snoozy, yes. but then got uh, it turned into a doozy. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I was I was ready to turn it off after a little while. It was so. Bleh. Yeah, but it was just very businessy. And honestly, need, I think it was ne- I think it was necessary yeah. because there were a lot of people who don't know who Atomic Mass is. Maybe they haven't looked into it. They've been really worried about the status of the games. So getting two of the people who are in charge of where the games are going on the camera just to talk a little bit and get a sense for their personality, I think, was pretty important. I also think it was nice that they got, you know, a a longstanding FFG person that has been with these games for so long. Plus, you know, Will Schick with Atomic Mass Games. So you have both the best worlds to kind of give people that have been playing the games for so many years that comfort that, you know, FFG staff that have been doing this for this this many years are still here are still going forward and are part of the process i think that was a good handoff yeah, yeah, i mean if only other, other than the ones that they fired alex davy wasn't on there yeah, yeah that's then that's I'm, still I'm good with that's it. still be- a bad taste in my mouth but yeah me too all right guys uh so 
we learned a couple things, right? One of the things that I figured out, and I, ne- I never knew where the atomic mass office was. I was like, are they in Minnesota? Are they? Did they stay in Washington? We can definitively say they stayed in Washington. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know, but they said Everett, and that is 100% in Washington State. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, I-, I thought it was cool that they talked about the business pipeline a little bit, and they set expectations mm. in that in that like eighteen to twenty four month range. Because basically, what they're saying is that everything that we see for the year going forward was work from the FFG team that's coming into fruition this year, and we won't yep. actually see the the influence of Atomic Mass's design acumen until sometime next year. Yeah, and it, yep. it was, and it's nice too that they're making sure that they're. For me, I, I think it's nice that they're keeping FFGs labeling on everything going forward for the next, you know, the next products that are coming on the, the next 20 or in 2021. Yeah, I think it's really, it's really classy for them right. to keep the logo on the stuff they because, worked yeah, on. Yeah, that was at that least was, until it gets reprinted. Right, that was FFG's work. Like, it's very nice of them to make sure that they're going forward and giving those guys the credit for the work that they did. And I commend AMG for doing that. I agree. I agree. Um, also, starting, uh, it, it may be two days ago from when we're, I don't know when you'll hear this, but the, all the social media is going to be coming through atomic mass and atomic Mass's website will update sometime halfway through the year, uh, to have a, I, I would imagine it, they'll cover both of their, their lines, right? So they'll have the Marvel side of the house and the star Wars side mm-hmm. of the house split on their website. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what Shik was saying. Um, and honestly, for me, one of the most exciting, and you guys don't know this, but I paint along to the AMG streams a lot, like a lot of time they're painting when I'm painting. So I tune into Dallas or Will or whoever it is that's painting, um, especially if it's Dallas. I love like sitting and painting while Dallas is painting because I always learn a lot when I watch him paint. Um, and it's, it's really cool. If you don't know, um, if you're listening to this and you didn't know this, they have really like three three very distinct skill sets in the painters that paint. So it's the two Wills, Will Pagani and Will Schick, and then um, Dallas Kemp that do the painting. And Will Pagani does really basic techniques. Will Schick does really like intermediate mm-hmm. m- moving up in skill techniques. And when you watch Dallas, it's like watching a master class. He does really, really excellent work. Um, but it's really cool that you can tune into one of the three of them and know that you can get advice for a any skill level, but b also right where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that this I'm saying this is because they are also going to have their 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 newly hired studio painter doing paint streams for Legion mm-hmm. three days a week. Yeah, those or two will, days a week, the, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, I was like the those will, and they'll do. Yeah, it was going to be Wednesday and Friday. I was about to say, and I think the the Friday one I think they talked about was going to be a little bit more painter pure painter focus was the friday ones the wednesday streams i think for the the time being it's was gonna, gonna be, be the will show will be the will schick show yeah yeah. Which is still cool because Will does great. Will's awesome on stream. He was actually painting um, Deadpool or yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool. The night. Yep. Yeah, Deadpool. And it was really inter- – He was re- it was really cool watching like his red and black work on Deadpool. Anyway, um, yeah. So, that's going to be cool to see. And the thing that I'm really excited, you guys, is to see how they mod and paint X-Wing ships. Yeah. Uh, they did talk about that, that they were going to give ideas for people to, to do that on their streams, which was really cool. Yeah. Because if you've ever been to an X-Wing tournament, like that's already a thing. Like, like people mod those ships a lot and it'll be cool to have like an official channel through the company that's producing the game that has that. Yeah. I, th- I think where FFG, you know, I think Paul, you've said this a bunch of times, like FFG is not a miniatures company, whereas AMG really is. And they're really going to hone in on their, 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 
buyer base of, of knowing like, hey, these guys are going to want these kind of things, these kind of things, these kind of things. And they're using all the social media aspects of Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and all this stuff to, to, to give more of a, uh, more out there than just, you know, like, Hey, here's a rule set. Like they're giving you, you know, the tips and tricks on how to paint and stuff like that, where you didn't get that with FFG. And I think that's really going to be nice going forward with AMG. A thousand percent. And to add a cap onto that Potter, I think, I mean, that is the, that's the exact point I was going to make next. And for people who don't know, because if you don't play Marvel crisis protocol, you don't realize how good AMG is at this. Uh, but every person who's a fan of AMG that generally Marvel crisis protocol isn't their only game. They're playing other games. Mm-hmm. And the reason this is important is because during Gen Con last year, like there was no debate. If you were tuned into that and you understood what Marvel Crisis Protocol was like they won Gen Con yep. like mm-hmm. of all the board game streams the miniature streams all the hobby stuff that was going around Gen Con Atomic Mass destroyed everyone they were the kings of social media for that week yep. they were the talk of the town um, and I think that we're going to have a repeat of that in March I think they're going to blow the Doors off of the Star Wars audience in March. Yeah, because they right. did. So just, the, just to oh. specify, though, they did announce that they were going to have a four-day cycle mm-hmm. of Star Wars. Just, just right. and I think the reason that they mentioned that is because they they know people remember how they did Gen Con, right? And as soon as they were like, "We're going to do the thing we did for Gen Con for Star Wars," I was like dancing in my seat. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. as they were saying that. Yeah, they said yeah, that, sounded, they, that sounded fun. Yeah, it was going to be four days of multiple streams a day of all the products, just like they did last year with their virtual Gen Con. Is you know for for AMG or for uh, like MCP, it's it's going to be multi, yeah multi day reveals like doing right. like and not making not doing dumb shit where it's like the rumor engines on you know like how. Uh, how Warhammer does right. it, how Games Workshop does it. They show you like so much, so little of a model, you have no idea. And then even when they reveal it, you're like, which preview was that? Like the way they did it was they showed you just enough so that you could be like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Right. And then the next day show you the whole model. So you just face melted when you saw the whole thing. And it's going to be previews. Like they're smart about yep. it. Um, and, and they'll probably do another big sizzle reel like they did the sizzle reel for the mutants. Like, they, you know, there's there's going to be something for Legion in the hopper that Fantasy Flight had ready. I mean, like it's it, because because Adepticon is coming up, right? They ha- There's no way FFG didn't have something ready to reveal at Adepticon. And that's what they're going to show in March. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for what's coming down the, the road for Legion. Obviously, of course, like that's one of my main games that I play. But even Armada as well, too. Like, I'm I'm excited to see what Separatist and and uh, the Galactic Republic are going to get because as much as I hate droids, I got to see the Separatist ships in person outside of the box the other day, and they're beautiful. And what they showed today on the stream was just even like we got to see Invisible Hand, and that thing was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost, I almost ordered the starter on the spot. I was like, I, I hate, saw I hate droids. Land model. I hate CIS. I hate droids. Like, but I'm probably gonna be buying me an arm, a droid armana army. Like, period. Oh my god, they're they're so they're good. beautiful. And I don't have to paint them. Oh, right, Jesus, exactly. They don't, they don't add to my backlog. I can just play with them. Yeah. Oh, oh, you guys. Anyway, before we get to all the announcements, let's talk about the other stuff here. Um, cause that was a really cool, that was like, that was, that was my favorite model announcement. I'm sure it wasn't your guys's, but it was definitely mine. No, no, um, mine was a little bit later on. 
Yeah. Okay. So um, another thing I want to just hit on quick is they talked about their organized play. Uh, and so far, the organized play for Crisis Protocol has been pretty good. They had a really good launch set. Um, the Vibranium Heist is one of the best casual organized play kits I think I've ever seen. It's so good. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to the Mutant one that they have in the pipe. Because there's a, I think, a Magneto-themed one that's supposed to be coming too. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and it sounds like they'll be doing OP kits like that for Star Wars. They said there's not going to be anything for this year. There's not going to be a World Championship this year, which I think everybody knew. Um, but they were just confirming. Uh, but then they also said that they will be doing, like, they're going to be focusing on the that more, like, d- more, more kinds of play. Um, so more ways to play with your Legion, X-Wing, and Armada models, which sounds awesome. Uh, and then also new kits for stores to focus on, you know, maybe like grow leagues and stuff like that. They didn't say grow leagues, but like that's the way that they've done it with Crisis Protocol is they've done – they did like a come week on week type of league and then they've done the, the, the event that has the Vibranium heist. So, yeah. Um, and then there was one really exciting thing that they said. They mentioned uh, Vader Down. Yes. Which – oh, boy, guys. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> that, for that. That sounded a lot like a uh, atomic mass ultimate encounter for Star Wars Legion. Well, so so I, I, what I hope, and I don't know if this is going to be it. And I hope that if they put the rules out for it, if they do make this a thing, because because they did say it was a wishful thinking thing, but obviously was alluding to the very much of that this is something they're working on. Um, oh, I believe they're working on. Yeah. It. So what I'm hoping for is like I hope that there is going to be two different sets of of for this, and it's going to be one where you can just play it just pure Legion. The other one that I hope for because I've read this comics uh, this comics arc and I absolutely loved it would be an X wing battle into a Legion battle. I would absolutely love to see that because of how this, the arc starts with Vader before he lands on the planet in the X-Wing. And obviously that's where one of his cards come from is that story arc. And it's just, I want to see, that's what I want to see. And what I want to is like an ability to have one person control Vader and have Vader have his own big print off card that you can make at home just like Ultron and Hulk do for the ultimate encounters and then have multiple players on the other side each controlling uh, like two di- like you have two different bags of chips you can pull for rebel commanders yeah that's what I that's what I figured it would be would be something along those lines you know fielding rebel troops against a single super badass Darth Vader super badass Vader yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, waves he could just kill waves of dudes Vader yeah, yeah, yeah basically I'm, I'm all for it man fear and dead man yes. fear and dead man fear and dead man fear and yeah, dead dude, that's, man. Like the, the, that's like the most famous Star Wars comic book panel in history at this point yeah. it's cause it's that damn good yeah, it's really good. Um, so, uh, building on top of that, they also confirmed no X-Wing 3.0, which, like, I don't care, but I'm sure X-Wing players are like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, – you know, they specifically stated that, so I guess the X-Wing community was worried about it. But, I mean, I don't understand why they would have been because X-Wing seems to be in a really good place. Yeah, so. yeah, and I, I don't think they're gonna mess with it. Like, why, why, uh, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't think they were gonna, they were gonna be like. I'd be more concerned about a, a Armada 2.0 than an X-wing three. Right. Yeah. Same. Or a Legion 2.0. Yeah. 
Oh, but they did. Did did you catch the little thing that they said they were the only the thing they were looking at adding to X Wing was maybe a way to play it cooperatively? Yeah, I did. Yeah, see that. I did see that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, that's that. That's pretty cool. Well, I mean, they all they also confirmed that they're you know invested in updating the X Wing app as well too. So I'm hoping that leads to more apps. Well, if they if they weren't updating that, then there would be no way to really have points values because all the points values are in the app. Well, that's true. Yeah. I forgot that yeah. that's what they invested in that. Yeah. So, guys, though, now let's talk about the juicy bits, the reveals. So, we'll talk about them in the way that they revealed them. So, X Wing stuff uh, releasing in March, March twenty sixth. Uh, it's three box sets, and each one of them is like a starter light, right? It's like models and cards, but not damage decks and dice. And, oh, they're, and they're fantastic. Those squadron packs are absolutely stellar yep. products. Cool. Um, I'm actually kind of like the Phoenix cell one has me like interested enough that I might actually buy it because that's like thematically, you know, I love rebels. That's like my favorite star Wars thing probably ever. Um, and so that's really exciting to have that ability, especially like when they showed like the hair the for the B-Wing. Yeah. I was like, oh, yep. Um, so I, you know, I, I might be getting that um, just to have them, you know, because like I, you, and you already know this. Like I've got this Sabine Tie Fighter, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I keep all that stuff already anyway. Um, like that's on my desk at work. So I would almost buy these as the same sort of display pieces, just you know for whatever, but maybe to play with them too. Um, so that one sat was really cool, right? Um, but then they had the other two also, and the fugitive and collaborators I think was the other one that was particularly interesting to me. The one with the uh, the Y wings and the and the hawk, right? Yeah, yeah. This one was real interesting. Yeah, and I know, um, especially because like Kid Kanan, right? Yeah, because there was a lot of conversation about that one in particular on our. Um on our discord uh, when a couple, cause a couple of guys were awesome or were live logging it in our discord. And there was some discussion on that, like why they went that route. And again, I, I can, I, I like that FFG is doing this um, cause obviously this is going to be one of the FFG development products um, that they're pulling stuff from the comics and not just, you know, yeah, and like, cause, the, cause, yeah, yeah, cause this is from the Kane and Jarrus uh, comic mm-hmm. arc. I think it was like a 12 issue, 13 issue run or something. It was a limited series. It's on Marvel Unlimited. So if you have Marvel Unlimited, go yeah. read that Kanan run. It's really, really yeah, good. I've, I've got them. I've got the physical copies of them because, um, and the, yeah, it's, it's one of the best ones. And like, the the fact that they're pulling this like we're getting to see Hera you know you know in the Phoenix Squadron before the Ghost Crew with the B Wing which is really cool you know young young uh, young Kane and Jarrus the other box that the third box that they showed was um was Imperials and it's a bunch of uh oh god it's the I can't remember the it's like Gideon, it's Gideon, it's Gideon right, Hask like, from Battlefront two which is cool because we'll sit to get, we'll get this you know it's him post or pre. Empire Fall because I think that's the X Wing timeline takes takes place uh, pre Episode Six, correct? Well, it's in it's, it's, it's actually in like multiple eras now right. because of the way right. right. But I'm, I'm more like the Rebels in the in the Empire is more pre you know that. So like what we, everything we've seen of Hask has always been post Fall of Empire. Like now we've got mm-hmm. a Hask pre. Um, so that's kind of cool. And it's the, it looks like it's the X-Wings. I can't remember the models of them, but it's the ones that are in Rebels that, uh, I think they're the ones from Rebels that, um, Thrawn was working on, I think. 
It's a tie interceptor and tie yeah, defender. Yeah, it was the tie defenders. The two yeah, models. it was the tie defenders. Which again, they're all just you know reprints of the old ones of recolorings. But these are. Yeah. I mean, they we only got to see them inside their box, but they, even inside their box, they looked really good. The repaints look great, especially the Hawk and the right. Wing repaints. They were so. The Hawk one is really nice, and it's, again, it's taking older models, updating them, and giving you new pilots. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So X-Wing, I don't know that I'm, you know, I, like I said, I don't know that I'm excited to play X-Wing, but I'll almost certainly buy that Phoenix cell box. Uh, oh, just yeah, to have absolutely. And like I said, those um, three those three ship boxes are great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now let's move on to um, the if I was going to play a Star Wars game, the game I'd play, Armada. Uh, boy, these, they didn't show a lot, but what they showed was amazing. Yeah. Some pretty cool stuff in there. Yes. Oh my god! Honestly, the, so April sixteen is what they pointed at for the release, um, which is cool because that gives me a couple months to budget out how I'm going to pay for those ships and also maybe sell some stuff so I can uh, cheat my way into an Armada starter for the the uh, the CIS. Anyway, um, so they showed two ch- two ships for each of the Clone Wars era factions, right? Right. Um, and so we got the Providence class cruiser, AKA invisible hand, AKA Grievous's flagship, which was, oh my God, the, in my opinion, the best Armada miniature we've seen to date. It is just jaw droppingly gorgeous. That thing is incredible. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I mean, if it, after having seen the other CIS ships, this thing is just going to be ridiculous. That's that's the only yeah. thing I have to say about it. I mean, it, it is going to be absolutely ridiculous. And it's just mind-blowing how good I it mean, for And they gave us a scale perspective. It is the same length as the Chimera. Yeah, which is a which big is a model. Big, the Chimera big is model. huge. Um, but not as much plastic as the Chimera, so hopefully not $70. <laughs> Yeah, it's not as wide. It's a little more narrow. Yeah, a lot more narrow, um, but as long for sure. Uh, and then they sh- they also showed the um, Rekusen destroyers, which were also badass. Quite frankly, super cool looking models. And then for the other side of the house, uh, we saw the Venator class destroyer and the Pelta class frigates, which were also great. Yep. The Venator class destroyer, that's like the, the precursor to the Star Destroyer, right? So it has like the almost there, but not quite look that I really like from the Clone Wars era ships. And it's bad ass. Yeah. Looking. I think that one's like the comparison to the ISDs. Um, cause I think in this, their starter sets more compared to the victory class. The victory. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it, it looks like it's about the same size as the Victory. So the the OG starter. Right. Yeah, um, the, the, the one that I liked was the Medical Frigate. I, I It just looked great. Um, yeah, the Pelta. Yeah. It was really cool looking. Because, I, I, again, I, I guess I attached to that one so much because, you know, we saw it so many times in the Clone Wars animated series. So I think mm-hmm. I attached to that one. I was like, oh, I know that. I love that. I mean, yeah, the – the the starters their starter stories for the Galactic Republic are in the movies and everything all cool and all but like I don't know something about that frigate made me attached to the Clone Wars and I liked it more oh man and like what like looking at the models and seeing the cards like all of a sudden I was like filled with memories of playing Armada and I haven't played Armada since I started playing Guild Ball so it's been a long time and I forgot how much I liked that game. That game is really good like probably FFG's best miniatures game. And 
Also, I've, you, I mean, listeners know and people on Discord really know I've been looking for a good naval game and I might just pivot onto this because those models are good and it's not hard to find a f- opponents for Star Wars games normally. So, yeah, I'm super hyped about these, you guys. Yeah, they were good looking models. All right. And I'm going to let you guys take it away on the Legion spoilers because this is like, you know, I, I talk a lot. And I, you know, I play a lot of games, but like, I, I like the way I think about it. Legion is your guys's game. Like this is the game you guys really play outside of infinity. So I want you guys to take this. All right. All right. Well, I'll go, I'll go first because the first one, the first one was uh, your guys's, right? Yeah. Yeah. The first one they showed was, uh, a rebels. Um, it is the AA five speeder truck. Um, so what was kind of cool about this, they didn't tell us much about how it would function on the battlefield or anything like that. Um, but it reminded me very much of the, uh, uh, Star Tours vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, and it looks like it's going to be sitting on an oblong base, kind of like the tank that, uh, the Imperials already have. Uh, but Hard to tell if it was the same size or bigger because the box that she held up seemed huge. Um, seemed like a box size, like the um, I mean, bunker it seemed really in. tall. Like I'm, I, I mean, it seemed tall enough that you could actually put, you know, an actual squad of rebel troopers into it. Like yeah. it would fit in their bases and all. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. A, it felt like it was a larger box than say, like the T forty seven comes in, or or at least any of the vehicles that I have experience with. So it se- it seemed very large to me. It was very cool because all of the doors on it can open. You can you can position them either opened or closed. Uh, the interior is fully modeled, um, which is pretty cool. And uh, Will had his, so this way he could take the lid off. Uh, and, and look inside. So I don't know, you know, if that, how functional that'll be, uh, just for, for putting your models in there that you're transporting. They did specify multiple times that it is a transport. Um, and I thought one of the nice touches to it is that it did have one of the clear, uh, windscreens on the front. Yep. And it looked really, really, really nice. Like it didn't look cheap and crappy. Yeah. The drive, the, I would agree with that. The nice thing too, the nice touches is that the driver is not a human. So that is good. Yeah. Yep. So, and again, more Star Tours. Right. Right. And even like, I had all of those feelings. I was like, it's just like Star right. Tours. Exactly. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, I was like, oh, it's just like that big Winnebago they load you into <laughs> when you're at yep. Disney. Yep. Exactly. It's fantastic. Yeah. It looked really cool. I, yeah. Super sweet. And also, one thing I'll mention just from looking at it is that it looked like, you know, obviously Will did some cleaning on it, but that was, an amazing cast. Yes. Yep. Like we got a pretty good look at that model and that model was clean AF, like super sharp details, deep details, really well put together, very few gaps. Like I was really trying to scrutinize it when he had it on camera and it looked great. Yep. Yep. The, en- the engineering on that was very well done. Yeah, it reminded me like of a model car. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when you see a really, really well done like Revel kit, like where everything just fits together just yep. so. Um, so I thought that was really cool because you don't always get that quality in hobby miniatures. Yeah, it was. Pre- it, it, it looked pretty damn impressive. So I was, I was pretty excited about that. All right, so my turn. Yep. So uh, the next thing that they showed was the first dual faction for Empire. Um. 
We're getting the lat ships uh, for both Galactic Republic and Empire. And these things are huge. (laughs) He put it, he put it on the base. And so it comes on the standard, like, like if you've got the, 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 the rebel tank, the, uh, the saber. If you got the the saber, not the rebel, the uh, the Galactic Republic the saber tank. It comes on that size base. It look that's what it looked like on the stream. It might be a little bit smaller, but that's what it looked like. And then he put this thing on, and it both the front overhung maybe an inch, inch and a half, but the back was like four or five inches. It hung off this thing. The 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 model is huge. Same thing. Sweet engineering on it. It is a transport. Um, you had the open doors just like you see in Re- uh, Star Wars Rebels. Say the same as you see in Clone Wars. Um, and uh, the and the only thing I saw that I scrutinized is in the very back where it looks like the, the two halves of the hull come together. There is a bit of a seam down the engineering that you have in the fine detail in the back. Um, but, you know, with a little bit of plastic glue, you know, working that off when you do that or you know some green stuff you should be able to take that away that's the only thing i saw on it the rest of it the engineering looked smooth it looked slick um i'm excited for these to come out because it's i buy one and i've got one for you know two armies it's great but like the paint scheme though uh again i'm not gonna paint it because it's me (laughs) oh fair enough no, but I, I, I did, I did say like when I, when I saw those, I was like, well, I'm at least getting two, one for imps and one for my, my clones. Cause it's real cool. I, I thought the base size looked like the same thing that you get with the, um, the snow speeder, but I could have been and wrong. You may be right. Um, you, you may be right. Now that I think about it, it is pro- now that I'm trying to remember it, you're probably right. I think it is the snow speed. Because you're right. It did hang off like four inches off yeah. the back, but that makes it, that still makes it like eight to nine inches. Oh, it's long, a, it's right? a it's still big a man huge jam. model. It's a huge, it's yeah. a big, it's a big honka chonka. And the same kind of thing. It's got the plastic, you know, the clear plastic front, uh, on it so you can see into the cockpit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schick didn't go into details about it being fully, you know, modeled on the inside with the two drawers being a lot bigger than what was on that Winnebago. I'm going to assume that the inside is is fully detailed as well, too. Which would be massive. Because yeah. you could, like, you could, like, model it with a clone trooper, like – with, you know, with, with like, I, I'm not saying it's an option for the model, but you could have the, have one sitting there with a oh, gun yeah. at the edge, um, right? Trust me, the ARC troopers uh, have a Neely models. The the Phase 2 clone troopers have Neely models. Uh, that will definitely be happening with like a big old sniper gun hanging out of it just for modeling purposes because it'll be fun looking. Yeah, it'll look yep. awesome for sure. What were your feelings on that model, Paul? I, I really liked it. Honestly, um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty impressive with how big it was. Uh, initially, when I heard that there was going to be a lat, I thought it was going to be the the other bigger transport one, but this one makes more sense. Uh, and what I like about this one is that it kind of has that spec ops feel, which I think fits very well for Legion. Mm-hmm. Whereas it mm-hmm. is a, a mass battle game, it also still feels like it's a, a smaller operation as opposed to a big gigantic fight. Uh, so I yeah. think I think this one fits quite well into uh, what the game is and, and what it's trying to do. Right. Yeah. And so unfortunately, it doesn't look like anything on the immediate horizon was coming out for droids. 
So womp womp. Which, womp womp. But, you know, March is close. Right. And that's when the next round of announcements is. So maybe not that far behind, honestly. Yeah, I'm hoping we'll get to see some glimpses of like, here's what AMG's got coming for you. Potentially like small, like dribbles of snippets of stuff that we might see. Right. So I'm hoping to see those. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think, I mean, I think the presentation was very much an introductory presentation. Um, It kind of felt like, uh, we're going to confirm a lot of the rumors that have been out there because a lot of the stuff, especially like the Legion stuff, I know since I follow that a lot more closer, I, I do know that the lat had been kind of leaked-ish like two months ago. Um, so I, it was it felt like it was more like, all right, we're just going to confirm those kind of things. Um, and again, it was it was a big introduction, but it was it was a again, like I said, it was I felt like it was a good introduction. I felt like they are going to I think AMG is taking the right steps to partner with FFG during this transition process very well. Cause like like you were talking about with the um you know the organized play, that was a decision between AMG and FFG. So both of them came to that decision together. So according yeah. to them during the stream, obviously we don't know the back, you know, the backdoor kind of stuff, well, but and, and let's be honest, they need a lot more help than that because, like, they said they're opening a rules for right. them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like they wrote the game. Like, it's easy for for Will and Will to be in the rules discussions for MCP because the game comes out, came out of their right. brains. Um, but they're going to need some serious cooperation because that Legion forum is going to be difficult for them because it's it's very likely that there are players in the player base that understand Legion better than they do still at this point. Right. Oh, 100%. Um, because, that, because those guys still have to be doing this stuff for Crisis Protocol, mm-hmm. and that's their baby. So... I would expect that they still got a lot of help from the fantasy flight side of the house. Yeah, and I would all also I mean you know, assumed that we'll start seeing some new names popping up here in the next few months on the AMG side as they bring more staff in oh, to develop these things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And knowing like the the way that the war game industry typically works, they're going to find an outspoken person who's really good with the rules and also really good with communications and probably hire mm-hmm. them. Like, because I mean, like, look at I mean, like that's what happened with Pagani. Uh, that's how Pagani got started. Like, yeah, at, that, at, I mean, at that, yeah, but that's also how Aaron got started at Weird. Like, that's just how it mm-hmm. rolls, right? And so I think that's where they're going to need somebody to fill Alex's shoes. Um, so that's probably you know one of the secondary benefits they're going to get to a rules forum yep. mm-hmm. is that they'll start to get some of that expert help from the community, and that and that's a bonus that like we don't really think about the, them getting, but that is something that's really good for AMG. It's it's good for both sides. Right? It's good for the the player community and for Atomic Mass to have that forum. So anyway, yeah. So guys, we've got that. We've got to the end of it. Any final thoughts? Um, with regards to this initial sort of uh, intro to Atomic Mass handling the Star Wars universe miniatures going forward, uh, I think I think it does a good thing in that it, it it does start introducing us to AMG while still receiving FFG product. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of makes the transition a little bit easier. Uh, I thought they did a good job with the presentation, but I don't expect any less. Uh, you know, I've been watching Will shit give presentations for at least a decade now. Right. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's what I expect out of him. Um, 
so I mean that was good and I mean I'm I'm pretty excited to be getting a big chunky vehicle for the rebels that's that's like one thing I feel like they miss is having having something kind of big and and heavy um because right now it's the uh T47 uh is really the only option for that because we won't talk about that other thing <laughs> that they have. Yeah, uh I mean I I think this presentation definitely left me with some warm and fuzzies. Um I'm feeling good with the path forward. Um, I think from what they presented to us, because um, I'm always a cynic, so but what they presented, it definitely seems like I think they're going in the right direction. I think they're doing the right things uh, and going about it the right way. So I'm I'm excited to see what the future holds for them. Yeah, they certainly for me, my final thoughts. They certainly talked the talk, mm-hmm. right? They said everything they needed to. Um, outside of the fact that I'm still a little bit weird by them letting go of Alex Davy, like I don't know why I can't let go of that. You guys normally, Paul is the grudge holder <laughs> of the three of us. Um, but like I just I came to really respect Alex like through playing starting with X Wing and then like watching him and getting my original demo of Legion from Alex at Gen Con like I it's just he was very clearly the per- that was his baby and it still is just weird to me that he's not there um, that they didn't hire him but that's at this point it's water under the bridge. There's nothing to be done under about right. it. And they've certainly, they've certainly quelled my fears for now. And at this point we just have to hold tight and wait until we see the stuff that's like wholeheartedly produced on the AMG side of the house, which we won't be seeing for a year. So we'll, we'll, we'll get some experience with how they're going to be handling things. Yeah. I think the, the organized play stuff will be telling, yeah. you know, yep. if they do some stuff that the community gets really hyped about, like a Vader down scenario that gets the, the that gets really well received um, and maybe some new play modes, maybe they release like a pack of scenario cards for X-Wing and or uh, Legion to make, to mix things up. Um, you know, maybe we'll see some cool stuff. So, yep. Yeah, it, it it could be interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, interesting. I'm excited yeah. to see like if this Vader down thing comes out and they're able to successfully, you know, implement the uh, what what are they called in Marvel Crisis Protocol the encounters? If they're able to make that as like an, a Legion encounter and it works in Legion in a mass battle game, I will be very excited for to see the future what they bring for those kind of things because Star Wars it just like. Just like Marvel has so many different stories, so many different villains, so many different heroes that you can build these things around. And that would be very exciting if they can get something like that to work for the game. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing Atomic Mass, we know Atomic Mass is good at is scenario design. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in my opinion. Um, Quiet you. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know, Paul. I know. But you, I mean, you haven't seen their organized play stuff like the, the, and, and you haven't played really the ultimate encounters either. They're very well done. Um, and I would be excited to see a Legion, like a lean, a Legion skirmish pack that came out for organized play for like 200 or uh, what is it? 300 point games. And they gave you a pack of cards that were brand new, like weather scenario, whatever, like those, you know, the nine, I don't know what they're called. The nine cards that you mm-hmm. place out and you got a pack of them to play over an event. That would be like super cool. And I think that's way in their wheelhouse. And I would hope that we see that sometime later I in mean, the year. Something I mean, like that. FFG's already, you know, kind of set that up for them as well, because you know, the, the down, the, 
the downed uh, ATST or ATAT, the the crashed uh, escape pod, the moisture evaporators. Every single one of them come all with new mission and scenario cards in them. So yep. you know, FMG's right. already set but them up for success I, in that, and and to take AM, uh, AMG's what they've built with uh, with Crisis Protocol, that can only get better. In my, yeah, in my yeah, personal opinion. What I'm opinion. saying, right, is they would, do, they would do an OP kit similar to what they did with the Vibranium Heist. Right. And the way the Vibranium Heist works is, like, all the players get the new card for Killmonger. All the players get the new Scenario card. All the players get the new tokens, right? So, and if they did something like that for Legion that got, like, all the Legion players at a local store in the building to play scenarios that were like built for that weekend. That's so freaking hype, you guys. And like, I just think that like Legion could really use that. Yep. I agree. I think that'd be good. So yeah, that's my final I'm thought. For it. There's a long I'm one. For it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, Thanks to Static as a City for the music at the top and the bottom of the show. Thank you to all of our patrons for all of the support. Uh, we love you. And uh, come join our Discord. And thank you for listening. Yep. Bye! Also, holy shit, I'm really excited for Warhammer Quest Curse City. Bye! Bye! <laughs>